baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome to Ask the Expert North Texas here on News Radio 1080 KRLD. I'm David Rankin. And I'm Kristen Diaz. Um, recently, U.S. officials were looking over the findings on what happened to two Navy SEALs who died during a mission. Uh, they boarded an unflagged ship that was carrying illicit Iranian-made weapons to Yemen. Uh, one of those Navy SEALs was from right here in North Texas. Navy Special Warfare Operator Second Class Nathan Gage Ingram. Uh, and we are continuing that conversation. A lot of us have been making the ties to, uh, you know, the fact that we lost one of our own here in North Texas. But another part of that conversation is very important to members of our community here in North Texas. We focus on what is actually happening with the people of Iran and how they continue to fight against the regime. We've spoken several times in the past with Homera Hassami, and she joins us now again here on the Carol the Afternoon News. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you, Christine and David, for having me on your show. Homeda, you're with the Iranian-American community of North Texas. You guys often have your finger on the pulse of what is happening in your home country. You recently wrote uh, an opinion piece for the Dallas Morning News, uh, and it had to deal with the passing of the Navy SEAL. Um, You would like to put some emphasis on uh, more of the conversation about what is happening in Iran. Can you explain to us what you wanted to bring light to? Uh, Yeah, Christine, you know, it's um, unfortunate, you know, that we're losing our heroes uh, in the uh, war and by um, Iranian regime uh, indirectly. And so my condolences to the family of uh, Navy SEALs and also the recent um, people who we lost, you know, over the weekend. Um, We can, you know, we could see this one that Iranian regime is not uh, just stays in its own country. Iranian regime has been meddling in other countries from the beginning. And so this was, uh, this is a result of, you know, regimes uh, proxies all the proxies that are being funded by the regime, being trained by the regime, the weapons, everything is provided to them. So uh, we think that uh, uh, addressing uh, these issues, we have to go for the actual problem, the root cause of the problem, not just uh, dealing with the proxies, because we believe that the head of the snake is in Tehran. And if you wanted to get rid of all these issues and bring peace and uh, stability in the region, you have to deal with the Iranian regime. And uh, it's, you know, we have been active, as you know, um, we have been working, you know, with the members of Congress, with the community. So we think the Iranian people, as uh, it was witnessed by millions of um, people who came to the streets a couple of years ago in Iran, and a lot of people were uh, losing their lives over there for to bring change to Iran. So we think the solution, the viable solution, it's right in front of our eyes. We just have to look at it and we have to address it and we have to support the Iranian people to bring change to Iran. So that's where it's uh, 
um, this dissolution is. Which is tougher for the Iranian people in Iran to rise up and speak about it or for Iranians here in this country that are so far away, so far removed from their homeland to be able to speak up about it? Which one could possibly bring change? Uh, you know, we are all interconnected. You know, this is a, the world is getting smaller and smaller. So it's not like back like 30, 40 years ago that something would happen in one part of the world and it would take like days and, you know, hours later to get to the other side. So with the internet, everything is interconnected. So people, as I said, in the from 2017 till now, uh, there have been more uprisings in Iran. And uh, the number of those uprisings and they're getting, you know, more widespread, they're getting uh, larger. And uh, so those people want freedom and democracy. They want, they've already uh, passed the dictatorship of Shahs. So now they're trying to get rid of the dictatorship of uh, Khamenei and its regime. So when people are on the streets and they are paying the price and they have paid the price, have the price for it, uh, for the past four decades, as I mentioned before, in 1988, there were 30,000 uh, political prisoners, mainly affiliated of the MEK, the main opposition that were executed by the regime to suppress the dissent. And so when people are on the streets, and as I said, um, right now, you know, the regime has increased the number of executions. This is probably something that your viewers don't know about it. But in the matter of like last week, there were two more uh, protesters that were executed, a 23-year-old and another Kurdish uh, prisoner who was in prison for like 14 years. And then there were four more courts that were executed just last on Sunday, just the same day that, you know, um, more American troops were, uh, you know, killed. So this is the regime in order to survive. It's putting pressure on people executing and trying to scare people. And also, you know, outside is trying to uh, create chaos in the region by funding, you know, uh, these terrorist groups and carrying its mission. But honestly, if you look at it, you know, from our perspective, from the way that we follow the news on a daily basis, the regime is extremely weak. And we have to put, we have to transfer that one to policymakers. We have to let them know that this is the case. You know, what the regime is doing is not of its strength. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's very weak, extremely weak, and is afraid of another uprising, another major uprising. That's why it's like killing people and it's trying to um, deviate, you know, uh, from its internal problems. So by creating um, um, chaos in the region. One of the so, things, please yes, continue. But, you know, when we can help, you know, Iranian outside and Iranian inside, you know, um, will be helping, you know, our, our group, um, is um, having a rally this uh, weekend in downtown Dallas. You know, everybody can join and, you know, we can be the voice of the voiceless. 
One of the things you mentioned in your piece was that the West must recognize their aspirations and effectively stand with them since a peaceful democratic Iran would be stabilizing force in the region. You mentioned you guys have been uh, working with Congress to do what? What has what have those conversations brought about? As the you know, the beauty of living in a democratic society is that we have three branches of um, government. So we have been working with the Congress and uh, we are asking for their support and they have been great. You know, we had a resolution 100 that uh, over 240, close to 250 members of the Congress have already supported it. And that recognizes the right of, you know, people and try and asking for the Iranian uh, free, democratic, non-nuclear republic in Iran. And that's what people want. That's pe- people have been on the streets asking for that one. So um, working with the Congress, and also there is a resolution H627 that has um, actually brought up by Congressman Gooden from Texas. Uh, so uh, that by itself um, supporting the Iranian people. So we're hoping working with the Congress and educating the public, we can uh, change the policy of the United States to help to actually support the Iranian people, not giving incentives to the regime, hoping that they're going to change their behavior. This regime will not change its behavior. It never did. There is no faction of this regime that it's um, going to be moderate or um, anything. You know, this regime has to go. And that's what people want. And the sooner, you know, the U.S. policy becomes in that direction to help the Iranian people recognize their right, recognize the right of the people and the organized resistance that is a grassroots organization that has been active for past decades to uh, bring change, to confront the IRGC talks and regimes talks. What would a democratically elected Iran look like? And would the people that might not have known about democracy that we see here in the West, what if they voted the regime in through legitimate elections? That's um, a very good subject because election, the way that we look at it in the West, does not exist in Iran. It never did from the beginning. Uh, if you look at the stru- um, structure of the Iranian regime, there is supreme leader, and there is this guardian council that filters all the uh, candidates. So you have, to, in order to be in a, on a ballot, you have to go through all these filtration. So pretty much like right now, there is an election coming up that people uh, are going to boycott, and this is so enormous, like 90% of people, not what I'm saying, is this what regimes, you know, um, um, people are saying. Inside the internal, you know, news media says that more than 90% are going to boycott this coming up. This is like um, uh, in uh, midterm election, you know, if you want to call it. So election, it's um, doesn't exist the way that we look at it. And people, that's why people come to the streets to, to vote. That's why people come to the street to say, we don't want the regime. We don't want dictatorship. So this is how Iran, how people under dictatorship vote. You know, they came in 1950, uh, 1979, and they voted against Shah, and they have been on the streets on and off 
and they're voting against the dictatorship and the uh, freedom and democracy um, is the platform, you know, as I mentioned, the organized resistance, the NCRI, has a platform for future Iran that believes in democracy. They believe in separation of church and state. They believe in uh, religious freedom and the freedom of women and uh, free market economy and respecting neighbors. So these are all the um, items. Uh, it's like a bill of rights uh, that are for the future of Iran. And uh, we're hoping to have a true free election in the future when the regime is gone. That is Hamada Hassami here on the KRLD Afternoon News with the Iranian-American community of North Texas. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you for, uh, you know, educating us on what is happening here stateside uh, to make things better uh, for those searching for their freedoms there in Iran. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 